We celebrate today the sixth Sunday of Easter. Our celebrant is Father Dan, and he is assisted by Deacon Brian. We are mindful to check our cell phones that they're on silent or off. If you wish to follow the readings, they're in the Missalette, page 113, the sixth Sunday of Easter. And our opening hymn is in the red hymn book, number 600. Sing a new song unto the Lord in the red hymn book, number 600. Please stand as we begin this great celebration. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Welcome to our Eucharistic celebration for the sixth Sunday of Easter. In today's scripture reading, we are told and affirmed that the gospel, the word of God, is not only open to the Jews, but also to the Gentiles, to us. So we begin our service. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sin and so prepare to celebrate these sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you raised the dead to life in the spirit. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you bring pardon and peace to the sinner. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. 
Lord Jesus, you bring light to those in darkness. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, that we may celebrate with heartfelt devotion these days of joy, which we keep in honor of the risen Lord, and that what we relive in remembrance, we may always hold to in what we do, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Some who had come down from Judea with instruct, were instructing the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the Mosaic practice, you cannot be saved. Now because there arose no little discussion and debate by Paul and Barnabas with them, it was decided that Paul, Barnabas, and some of the others should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. 
The apostles and elders, in agreement with the whole church, decided to choose representatives to send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. The ones chosen were Judas, who was called Barabbas, and Silas, leaders among the brothers. This is the letter delivered by them. The apostles and the elders, your brothers, to the brothers in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia of Gentile origin, greeting. Since we have heard that some of our number who went out without any mandate from us have upset you with their teaching and disturbed your peace of mind, we have with one accord decided to choose representatives to send them to you along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have dedicated their lives to the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are sending Judas and Silas, who will convey the same message by word of mouth. It is the decision of the Holy Spirit and of us not to place on you any burden beyond those necessities, namely, to abstain from meat sacrificed to idols, from blood, from meat of strangled animals, and from unlawful marriage. If you keep free of these, you will be doing what is right. Farewell. In the, wor the word of the Lord.
A reading from the book of Revelation. The angel took me in spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city of Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. It gleamed with the splendor of God. Its radiance was like that of a precious stone, like jasper, clear as crystal. It had a massive high wall with 12 gates where 12 angels were stationed and on which names were inscribed, the names of the 12 tribes of the Israelites. There were three gates facing east, three north, three south, and three west. The wall of the city had 12 courses of stones as its foundation, on which were inscribed the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. The city had no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gave it light, and its lamp was the Lamb. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lord Jesus, Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. Yet the word you hear is not mine, but, the fa- but that of the Father who sent me. I have told you this while I am with you. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I had told you. Peace I leave you, leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You you heard me tell you I am going away and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you 
this before it happens so that when it happens, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Again, good morning. In our first reading, the gospel was now being preached not only to the Jews, but also to the Gentiles. And they were actually living together as brethren instead of enemies. For some Jews, this was absolutely unthinkable. They could never forget their position as being the chosen people of the Old Testament. However, they were willing to allow the Gentiles to come into the church, but only on the condition that they would first become as Jews. If this attitude had prevailed, Christianity would be nothing more than a sect of Judaism. Therefore, it was necessary that this situation be resolved and quickly. And so it was brought to the attention of the higher headquarters for the church for a ruling because the people of standing in the church were to make this decision. He, they said that all converts must be circumcised to keep the law. However, the elders, Peter, and the people of power in the church said that this was not a requirement or a fundamental principle of the gospel. God did not select just the few Jews of the world, but he opened the gospel message to all the world. When that question was brought to Peter, he said, God made his choice among us so that through my mouth, the Gentiles should also hear the good news and believe. He made no distinction between us and them, for he purified their hearts of faith. So why do you now tempt God on these men's and put a, oh, a yoke on their neck, which neither you or your fathers were required to bear. Therefore, Peter and the disciples made it very, very clear to the Gentiles that the law they had to follow was to abstain from meat sacrificed to idols from blood, from blood, from meat of strangled animals, and to abstain from unlawful marriage. And if you keep free of these, you will be doing what is right. The Gentile people were given peace of mind and peace of heart, and the church continued to grow in extraordinary measures. In the gospel today, it is very obvious that one of the first and foremost virtues in John's eyes is love. Love for God, love for Jesus, 
and love for our brothers and sisters in Christ. John stresses the necessity of obedience as proof of one's love and reminds us what Jesus himself said, whoever loves me will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our dwelling in him. With these words, Jesus shows us the great importance that love has in his eyes. His disciples, together with this teaching, would allow the Holy Spirit to come down and teach them even more and remind them of all, all that he had instructed when he was with them. We show that love for our brothers and sisters by observing the corporal and the spiritual works of mercy. And we give God glory and praise and obedience by obeying his commandments. Jesus actually gave us the keys that are going to open the kingdom of heaven for us. If we hear, listen, and practice them. And these keys are that we should love one another as he loved us. And that we must, we must obey the commandments of Almighty God. Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. These were turbulent times, and these men could be arrested and tortured for their faith, and Jesus wanted to give them some of the peace that they needed in their lives so that they could fulfill their ministry of going out and fearlessly teaching the gospel message. The peace that Jesus gives us in the Bible is the peace of shalom which means free from trouble. The world offers us peace of escape and avoidance of trouble, but the peace of Christ offers us a peace of final conquest. No experience in life can take us from it. No sorrow or danger can ever lessen it. Jesus was going back to his father and leaving his disciples so they were saddened, and much like we are saddened when we lose a family member or a close friend at their passing. And so he said to them, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled. How comforting are those words. He goes on to say, I am going away. It is true. I am going away. If you love me, you would rejoice that I am going to my Father. Jesus was being released, released from the limitations of this world and restored to his glory. We too, if we understood and grasped the truth of our Christian faith, would better accept the death of our family or our loved ones because we know, we know that they are released 
from all the suffering, all the toil, and all the pain of this world and are joined, joined to the Heavenly Father. But that does not mean that we do not have or feel the sting of death or the loneliness that their passing leaves in our hearts. But still we should rejoice, for they have gone to something much more beautiful and much better. Also, if we truly love them, we would not begrudge that they had entered not into death, but into their eternal life. This is what Jesus was trying to de, uh, display or convey to his disciples about his going away, that they should rejoice. Although leaving them, Jesus said he was going to send the Holy Spirit to teach, to strengthen, and to protect them. That same Holy Spirit is with us today to teach, strengthen, save and protect us from arrogance and error of faith. The Holy Spirit keeps us right in matters of moral conduct, in matters of faith. The Holy Spirit is constantly bringing us back to things that Jesus said so that all of our actions will be tested against the words of Jesus Christ. The Christian who feels that he has nothing more to learn has not even begun to understand the truth of the Holy Spirit. Today, as we approach the Blessed Sacrament and Holy Communion, pray that all of our brothers and sisters in Christ will experience the true and the profound peace of heart that only Christ can give. Remember this, when we are just about to do something wrong and actually on the very brink of doing it, in the back of our minds, we know the correct path we should take. And that, my dear brothers and sisters, is the Holy Spirit guiding us, leading us, and protecting us during our lifetime. But remember, the Holy Spirit will never, ever override the one thing, the one thing that can alter our pathway to heaven, and that's our own free will. Our own free will. So with God's help, with the help of the Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ, every time you have a problem, to face, ask yourself, what would Jesus do in this situation? And if you ask that question to yourself honestly, truthfully, and prayerfully, you will know exactly the path that you must take. Amen.
I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and sits at the right hand of the Father where he intercedes for his church. Confident that God hears the voices of those who trust in the Lord, we join our prayers to his. And a response is going to be, Lord, hear our prayer. For Pope Francis, Archbishop Amen, and all those who serve the church, that they may reveal the love of God in their humble and dedicated service to God's people, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer for the people of Ukraine, that through our prayers they may rejoice in the gift of love and that the hatred and violence may come to an end. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who were received into the church this Easter, that they may grow in the risen life of Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our parish family, that we may foster a community of peace, joy, justice and love for all we pray to the lord lord hear our prayer for all who will soon be celebrating the sacrament of marriage especially cobert russell and adrian maticut may they grow in wisdom and grace and see their vocation to marriage life as a sign of god's love we pray to the lord lord hear our prayer for all the faithful who have died, especially Joan Ellen Schneck and John Heavey, that they may rest and rejoice in the peace of God's kingdom, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for whom this Mass is being offered, R.N. And, and Lynn Salter, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. And for all of our military forces stationed throughout the world, that they will soon come home safely to their families and loved ones, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God of love, in your love and mercy, hear our prayers to sustain our faith in your promised resurrection. Amen. And let us join together and say our family prayer. Loving and faithful God, 
Through the years, the people of our Archdiocese have appreciated the prayer and love of Our Lady of Prom Sucker in times of war, disaster, epidemic, and illness. We come to you, Father, with Mary, our mother, and ask you to help us in the battle of today against violence, murder, and racism. We implore you to give us your wisdom that we may build a community founded on the values of Jesus, which gives respect to the life and dignity of all people. Bless parents that they may form their children in faith. Bless and protect our youth that they may be peacemakers of our time. Give consolation to those who have lost loved ones through violence. Hear our prayer and give us the perseverance to be a voice for life and human dignity in our community. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Our Lady of Prompt Sucker, hasten help us. Mother Henriette Lille, pray for us that we may be a holy family. Please be seated. Please join in singing in your red hymnal number 702, Ubi Caritas, number 702 in your red hymnal. <clears throat>
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of His name, for our good and May our prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with the sacrificial offering, so that purified by your graciousness, we may be conformed to the mysteries of your mighty love, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. He never ceases to offer himself for us, but defends us and ever pleads our cause before you. He is the sacrificial victim who dies no more, the lamb once slain who lives forever. Therefore overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic host sing together with unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, 
by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and the blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night that he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks. He said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Peter and all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth. 
with your servant Francis our Pope and Gregory our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayer of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and power and the glory are yours now Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with, and with your spirit. spirit. Let, Let us offer each other a sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb.
Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this Paschal sacrament, and pour into our hearts the strength of this saving food through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with Jesus. your spirit. <laughs> Bow your head for the blessing. May God, who by the resurrection of his only begotten Son, was pleased to confer on you the gift of redemption and of adoption, give you gladness by his blessing. Amen. Amen. May he, by whose redeeming work you have received the gift of everlasting freedom, make you heirs to eternal inheritance. Amen. And may you, who have already risen with Christ in baptism through faith, by living in a right manner on this earth, be united with him in a homeland of heaven. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Saint Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And to thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about this world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our recessional, our recessional hymn in your red hymnal, number 642, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling, number 642. Thank you for joining us for our Eucharistic celebration this morning. May God watch over you and protect you as you go safely home to your families and loved ones.